Good morning, everyone. It's your girl, the China Doll. Welcome back to my podcast. Um, I just want to thank everybody really quickly who listened to my first podcast ever. It was lit. I got so much feedback. I just want to thank you all for actually um, listening to me and to what I have to say um, about the positive messages that I plan to get across the universe. So with that being said, we're going to talk about mental health disorders in the black community. Touchy topic. Very touchy topic. Um, But first, the four major disorders that affect us as African Americans are major depression, ADHD, suicide amongst my African American men, and PTSD. And there are some factors that increase the risk for developing a mental health condition. Um, Two of them, the two biggest factors are homelessness because African Americans make up 40% of the homeless population, my people, 40%. And also the exposure to violence. Me personally living in DC, I've seen a lot and I'm pretty sure I can go up to someone randomly and say, hey, have, were you ever exposed to any violence? And they could, they would say yes. And that exposure to violence bring higher risks for depression and PTSD and anxiety. So just that alone, it's, it's, it's crazy. Some, well, I would say most people have experienced some type of violence in their life, whether it was towards them or whether it was their, them seeing their parents go through it or a family member, something. We have all been exposed to some type of violence. And due to the lack of knowledge about what mental health is, It's leaving us African-American people to think that mental health is a weakness or a personal weakness or it's a mind thing that, oh, you're crazy or you don't know how to control yourself. And it's not that, you guys. It is not that. So um, people will automatically label you as crazy. Let me just put that out there, because anytime I tell someone, you know, this is what I struggle from, I deal with mental health issues, they automatically say, oh, you're crazy. And it's not that. So due to the lack of information that the world knows about mental health illnesses, it's not always clear where to find help or where to find more information about something you may have been diagnosed with. And what I came across while reviewing some of this information with one of my uh, with my partner last night me and her just sat in bed and we were reading that a lot of barriers to treatments are the first stage denial um a lot of people are in denial about what they go through or what they deal with so it's very hard for a doctor to try to treat someone who doesn't want to be open and then a lot of people fear doctors because there's not a lot of black African-American you know, doctors and psychologists, psychiatrists in this field, a lot of African-Americans don't really want to talk to these doctors due to the lack of trust, um, due to their skin color, sad to say. But you can't let those things hold you back from getting the necessary help that could possibly save your life and 
You could possibly save someone else's life because you are knowledgeable of what mental health is, illness is and what you can do to actually help you have a good day or help you to cope with the everyday life stresses that you may have. So I just want my African-American people to know that once again, you are not your illness. There, there is Google. Google is your friend. It doesn't help to type in what is mental illness and just take a minute to read or pick a disorder and read about it because you never know what learning about a mental illness can do for you. You never know who you can help. So once again, like I always said, you're not your illness. Be you, be great, and do great things. Hi, you guys. It's your girl, The China Doll, and I'm back with another podcast today. So the topic of today is coping skills. There's many different things that you can do to try to cope with your emotions, whether you're dealing with anxiety, depression, bipolar disorder, PTSD. There's many different things that can take your mind off of things when you're at a 10. And there's different kind of coping strategies that I do want to get into. Um, There is four main coping strategies, which is appraisal focus, which is directed towards challenging personal assumptions. Then you have problem focus, which is reducing or eliminating stressors. You have the emotion focus, which is changing personal emotional reactions, and occupation focus, which is directed towards lasting occupations, which generates positive feedback. So with the first one, appraisal focus strategies, they occur when the person modifies the way that they think, for example, employing denial or distancing oneself from the problem. People may alter the way they think about a problem by altering their goals and values, such as by seeing the humor in a situation. Some have suggested that humor may play a great role as a stress moderator among women than men. People using focus, problem-focused strategies, trying to deal with the cause of their problems. They do this by finding out information on the problem and learning new skills to manage your problem. Problem-focused coping is aimed at challenging or eliminating the source of the stress. The three problem-focused coping strategies identified by Folkman and Lazarus are taking control, information-seeking, and evaluating the pros and cons. And that's actually a good thing, especially when you evaluate the pros and cons of a situation. You can sometimes see that, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel, like... It's not as bad as you thought it would be if you do a pros and cons list. And that's something that I go to a lot with certain scenarios. So that actually works for me and make can work for you. Um, and then we have emotion-focused strategies, which involves releasing pent-up emotions, distracting oneself, managing hostile feelings, meditating, using systematic relaxation procedures. Emotion-focused coping is oriented toward managing the emotions that accompany the perception of stress. 
The five emotion-focused coping strategies identified by Folkman and Lazarus are disclaiming, escape avoidance, accepting responsibility or blame, exercising self-control, and positive reappraisal. Emotion-focused coping is a mechanism to evaluate distress by minimizing, reducing, or preventing the emotional components of a stressor. This mechanism can be applied through a variety of ways, such as seeking social support, reappraising the stressor in a positive light, accepting responsibility, using avoidance, exercising self-control, and distancing. And the last one is, I think I, did I go all over? <laughs> Occupation focus. So with this one, let's see, lost myself here. All right, and we back, and we back, like cook crack. All right. So positive techniques, adaptive or constructive coping. One positive coping strategy anticipating a problem is known as proactive coping. Anticipation is when one reduces the stress of some difficult challenge by anticipating what it will be like and preparing for how one is coping with it. Two others are social coping, such as seeking social support from others, and meaning-focused coping, in which the person concentrates on deriving meaning from the stressful experience. Adequate nutrition, exercise, and sleep contributes to stress management, as do physical fitness and relaxation techniques, such as a progressive muscle relaxation. Um, There are many ways that you can cope. Um, A few of my ways that I cope is listening to music. I dance, I sing, I cry, I pray. I take a whole lot of showers throughout the day. I go walking, I read, I color. I'm scrolling on social media. um, I'm making flyers. Any little thing that can take your mind off the problem that's going on in your head is considered a coping mechanism. Um, I sit in the closet and meditate because I feel like the closet is my safe space. Um, It's little to no room to move. No one can find me. Like I do everything in my closet. I cry. I scream out to God. That is coping. Um, And also, when you're dealing with coping... um, A lot of people can say that they have different ways that they cope. They may cope different from you depending on what type of mental illness that they're struggling with, which is totally fine. Everyone is different. Um, You can make a list of these coping skills to see what helps you. Um, Going to see a movie by yourself is another coping skill. If you want to stretch, work out, sing, clean up, yoga, play with a pet if you have take on a new hobby if you bake the littlest things can be considered coping skills so don't allow anyone to say that's not how you cope you can do anything that takes your mind off of any negativity that's called coping um and one thing that I do like to do um especially in the morning to start my day off 
with um, great positivity is some daily and morning aspirations or affirmations. I'm sorry. So basically, I just have this list that I go by and I just tell myself all these things in the mirror. Basically, I say number one is I believe in myself. I'm strong. I feel happy and secure. My body is a gift and I love it. I love everything I already am. I'm fearless and brave. I believe that good things are coming to me today. I'm worthy of the most pure kind of love. Today I will not stress over what I can't control. I am enough. I aspire to be a giver. It is okay for me to have everything that I dream of. My courage is stronger than my fear. I forgive myself and set myself free. Today, I embrace the past. I trust that everything will work out for the best. I'm amazing and incredibly blessed. I am love. I am compassion. I am worth more than anything on this earth. And that's just part of my morning and daily aspirations that I do say. Um, Even when I'm worked up, I start saying some affirmations out loud to put my mind on something else more positive. Um, So that's basically it when it comes to coping skills. There's so much more that you can do. You can Google these things. There's apps for these things to help you cope and put you just in a positive mindset, you guys. So I hope that you learned a lot from today's podcast. I love you guys. Thank you for all the support that I've been receiving. The feedback, keep it coming. You know what I always say. I love you. You love you. Peace and blessings, my love.